I recommend to people to maybe get hold of the writings of Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich and read some of the Passion account of Jesus. When we say the Passion, we're, we're talking about, yes, the great love of God, the great love shown to us in Jesus Christ, but also it's his suffering, the depths of his love that is willing to suffer for us but remember, it's not the suffering in itself that saves us. It's not the suffering in itself of Jesus that saves us. You know, St. Thomas Aquinas speaks very clearly, and it's the truth. It's the love and obedience of Jesus, and then it's through the means of the suffering. Because anybody can suffer and do it rebellion, in rebellion against God. Right? It's, it's, it's not the suffering itself. It's God's way that saves us. It's God's ways. And God is the God of salvation. And God is love. And Jesus always does what his Father asks. If we have seen Jesus, we have seen the Father, he tells St. Philip. Right? Doesn't Philip ask him, show us the Father? Have I been with you so long? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father because they are one. That Jesus is the word that the Father had to say to the world. John Paul II reminds us of this. If we want to reach the heights of Christianity, we have to be like Jesus. It's not enough to teach about Jesus. It's not enough. To be like Jesus is the heights of Christianity. Christianity, what's in that word is Christ. It's to be one with God. To live like the Messiah who offers his very life and invites us to share in his very life is the heights of Christianity. Why? Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other life. To live the heights of Christianity is to live the life, the only life, and it's Jesus. Jesus would seem to have every right to throw back an insult at us who hurled insults at him. So many insults were thrown at him, and he opened not his mouth like a lamb led to the shearers, because he is the true lamb. He is the one that God provided. God provided his very self. God gave himself to do what we could not do and to do what Adam chose not to do freely chose to not do what God wanted, God's ways, and the Son of God came in our place to do what we were supposed to do and also to do what we could not do, to live in obedience, which was what we were supposed to do, and now save a human race who could not save themselves. To live like Jesus is the heights of Christianity and it's what we're called to. To truly forgive from the heart 
is a deep choice empowered by God, but freely invited to live in that life. It is to completely give oneself wholeheartedly, mind, body, spirit, all the strength. It's a complete offering. Even if we have been insulted, we're not above the Son of God. We're not above Jesus. He's above us, but put himself so low to look way lower than us, to die like a criminal, to die like one of the worst criminals, and to be spit upon and mocked and insulted in such a heinous way, to be shamed in front of people, to be stripped naked, and to be crucified. How they crucified people was naked. To be crucified, it would seem naked. To bring us back to the garden where we don't have to prove ourselves before God to earn any love, but to accept as we are already loved. Naked, meaning there's nothing I have good from myself. I have been clothed with goodness and righteousness and justification. It has been put upon me and within me. I'm not just cloaked on the outside. I'm transformed with, from within because the Son of God is so good. He's so humble that he's willing to live inside of me even when I still have rot inside. And it doesn't make him unclean. It doesn't rot in him. Me touching Jesus does not make him unclean. Me coming in faith and touching Jesus makes me clean because it's my faith that has made me well, because my faith has believed that Jesus can make me well. Why? Because it's by his wounds that I'm healed. And those wounds cost him dearly. They were agonizing wounds. He was so shamed in front of all of his people to be cast outside of Jerusalem, his city, to come among his people and to be spurned and rejected, to have false testimony thrown against him to be betrayed by one of his beloved, to be denied by his first pope three times, and to be left abandoned. And we could say, horrible, horrible, horrible. And he would say, I laid down my own life. Nobody's making me do this. I want to do this. I want to show you what God is like and what you are called to live in. We have to be merciful 
It's not just, hey, here's an ingredient to be holy. It is. But this is what we're called to live. When Jesus is on that cross, there is no hatred in his heart. There is no unrighteous anger. It's not even close. It's not even close. This is God. He is completely overflowing with love. This is the truth. It's hard for us because we have, by sin, become darkened and blind on some levels and deaf, and it's hard for us to see that and hear it. But Mary Magdalene was there, and St. John was there, and the Blessed Mother, of course, is going to be there. But even she is saved. She's preserved from sin. That's why she magnifies the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord. The Almighty has done this to me. Mary couldn't do this by herself. She knows on her own she's nothing. But God, in his goodness, raises her to the heights that she's the queen of heaven and earth. Mary is humble because Jesus is humble. When people saw him on that cross, their hearts, those who weren't fully rejecting, right? God can't force, but their hearts had to crack open. Because when you see somebody innocent suffering, and then to see them doing this for you, and then to realize you're the reason they're suffering. And as the eyes open and the ears are opened, and the Son of God is the one doing this for us, and we realize that he's healing us by means of those very wounds, that's how I'm coming to recognize his goodness and able to be able to get back up and stand. It's because of the wounds. but not in themselves. It's by his wounds that we are healed, but what I'm becoming to understand by means of the wounds, it's the love in Jesus. Jesus is love. It's the love that is healing me. It's the goodness that's healing me. It's his true, faithful uh, obedience as a son that is healing me because it's his father who sent him. And this father is now our father. People will believe in Christianity if we really live it from the heart. They will. They will believe it. It's not enough to teach. We have to teach. I'm not saying to not teach. We have to. So many souls are coming back to God through, and it's not the only thing Father Chris does. He's a great teacher, but it's not the only thing he does. He's, he's a Catholic. He's a Christian. He lives with Jesus. It's part of it. But what I'm, what I'm saying is that the teaching isn't enough. It's not enough to just speak the doctrine because our salvation was won because Jesus, in humble obedience and love, got on two planks of wood and died in a way that everybody, if they weren't taught, 
so you do have to be taught, would think he's a criminal. People will convert if we truly live our faith from the heart, if we truly let our heart be broken open and truly forgive and don't hold the grudge and let it really pour out our goodness with, with weakness. We're not perfect, but to say, I'm going to the heights, even if I don't feel like it, even if my whole being feels like it just wants to say no, I've been hurt too much on this one. I can't forgive that person. I'm not willing. It's too much. We have to say, I am willing. We have to start. And the Son of God will give it to us. He will surprise us. He will transform us. He will change the heart. But He will wait for us. If we're saying yes, and, it, and we know it's only halfway, not because of weakness, but because we're not deciding to go the distance. He will wait, and we'll stay there while he hangs on a cross. He'll wait, but he's saying, why not now? There's so many people out there that if they saw a faithful witness you know, if there's one person that you feel like you cannot forgive, say, Jesus, do this in me. Let the Messiah enter and let him do this and show us from within how he is forgiving through us and letting us participate in his power. Because that decision will have a domino effect throughout our life. The grace that will come out of us, we could go into a supermarket and a person cuts us off and we might in one second say, my goodness, I used to maybe get really quick to anger and, and kind of hold it against them, but because I made this act of forgiveness, I'm like, Hail Mary, full of grace. And you know what? They might get a grace to all of a sudden be like, wait a second, wait, did I just cut you in line? I didn't even know. God could wake up their mind to even see what they did not see. And they weren't trying to offend us. But the overflowing grace in the moment, because we forgave yesterday in a way that Christ asked us to forgive, allowed our heart to be open to receive a light, to say a Hail Mary instead of judge. And because of that Hail Mary, Our Lady taps them on the shoulder and they don't know it. They don't have to be Christian. She loves them and taps them on the shoulder and they don't know. And all of a sudden a thought comes, maybe I cut somebody in line and they turn around and say, sorry. And two people are reconciled. This is the mystery of Jesus Christ. And we have to live it. I'm saying from the depths as a weak person, as a sinner, but also as a priest, we have to go the distance. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.com 
micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.